Let us pray. Shatter the silence, mighty God, with your glad and glorious greetings. Banish all our fears and give us faith in Jesus Christ, the risen Lord. If there is anything said from this pulpit that is against your will, let it come to naught and do no harm. But if there is anything said from this pulpit that is according to your will, let it be heard, as if sung by the voice of angels, that hearing we might believe, and believing, obey. Amen. I hope that God is putting people in your life that bring you just a drop of joy. I hope that God is putting people in your life that bring you joy just when you need it. I think we all know what, it, what it's like to experience that. Just when we needed it, you were there with some drop of joy. I think we also all know what it feels like to experience the opposite of that. To have someone come in our lives that are bringing the opposite of joy. <laughs> I really like one of the phrases that my daughters have taught me. They say, don't yuck my yum. Meaning if they like something, don't be the one that comes in and says, boy, what's wrong with you? <laughs> we all know what it feels like to experience the opposite of joy. I'll never forget the day that I met my wife my wife Ari's dad, his name is Gary. She was 16 and I was 19. And I drove into his driveway in my sporty red coupe. I had a Ford probe. Do you remember those? Mine, the lights flipped up, you know, that's all it took. So I drove into his dirt driveway with that car and he was standing in his garage working on a tractor. And even though I was all nervous, I, I strutted up to him with all of this adolescent swagger. And when we shook hands, I gave him my pristine college boy hand and he returned with his ever greasy hand of a mechanic. Looking back on it today, now that I'm a father of girls myself, I should not have been surprised when later that night at dinner, Ari's sister, an eighth grader at the time, announced, my daddy has a gun. <laughs> and he calls it the Nate gun. <laughs> True story. I'm not sure he was experiencing me as a drop of joy in his life. I hope I am now. I get the feeling I was not what he needed at that time. What do you need right now? In your heart, name it. What 
what do you need? Like, what is it, the thing that you so in this moment need to bring joy into your life right now? Right now. I hope there are people in your life bringing a drop of joy, just the thing that you need. If there was ever a community that needed that, that drop of joy in their lives at just the right time, it was the community that we read about in today's text from Acts. They've just experienced the most world-shattering event in the history of the universe. And what was that? Their selfless rabbi Jesus had done the most incredible thing that could ever be done. He turned back death. He beat it down and sent it away shattered. And not only that, he came back to him. This great subduer of the shadows kept his appointment with the little people that followed him. And at least for a moment, the world was right again. Then though, in just a few verses ahead of today's text, he's gone again. Jesus has left him. But this time he's not bound for the grave. This time instead he makes like Elijah and shoots straight up to heaven. An ascension straight into heaven. That's got to be the most efficient way possible of getting there. I love what happens next. After the ascension, they're asked, these disciples, by a couple of men wearing white robes, and I have to wonder if the, the same two that were there at the resurrection, they say, why are you looking up toward heaven? And the disciples snap out of it, and they begin doing what most religious communities need to start doing, and that is stop looking up and start looking around. Get focused on getting things together down here. And so when Peter stands up to the community and begins to speak, this community is now about 120 people strong. It's interesting, that number. That size is the, the size required to be recognized as an official synagogue in that time. He speaks then to convince them that even with Rome against them and Jesus away in the heavens and the temptation to a to abandon one another, looking them straight in the face. Even in the driest of times, Peter is saying, God has a way forward. Just in the moment that you need it, God will bring something to you. And he does. In today's text, he brings Matthias. And if you're asking yourself, who is Matthias? You're not alone. Evidently, Matthias was around at Jesus' baptism and was a witness to the resurrection, but this mysterious man with this insignificant name wasn't mentioned in the Bible any time before and won't be mentioned hereafter. But still, just when the community needed him, in this moment when they needed someone to take Judas' spot, he was there in this dry moment. Who knows what he did from there? 
Maybe it wasn't much. Maybe this was all he did. Who knows? Maybe he wasn't God's long-term plan for the disciples. Maybe he just provided a drop when things were dry. Sometimes all that's needed is just one little drop of joy when things are dry, don't you think? Boy, what a difference it can make. I hope that God is putting people in your life that bring you even just a drop of joy just when you need it. My kids are so often that for me. The other day, my wife and I were reminiscing about kindergarten with our older children because Lucy, our youngest, begins kindergarten next year, which seems impossible. And we were talking about when, when Lily was little and she was going to be sent off to kindergarten and she shared with me the tragic news that she would have to have a shot in order to go to kindergarten the next year. And then I told her to try to comfort her. Maybe they would let me take the shot for you, Lily. And she considered it. And then she said, but then, Daddy, you would be in kindergarten. <laughs> Just a drop. She sat silently for a while and then said, maybe you could just hold my hand and I'll get the shot. Just a little drop of joy. Maybe that brings something, some memory into your life right now when you need it. Something that lifts your spirits just in this moment. I hope that God is putting people in your life that bring that to you. In recent days, I've did a drop. That's what life's transitions oftentimes mean, that there are moments of real dryness. And it, it becomes easy to question yourself and your usefulness. You feel about as useful as a teenage boyfriend to a future father-in-law sometimes. Maybe you can relate begin asking the same questions the disciples start asking well what do we do now uncertainty ahead but then at least for me as God tends to do as he did for the disciples with Matthias someone came along into my life and brought this drop of joy I hope the same thing happens for you mine I was on the precipice of announcing our decision, my family's decision to move back east and the angst that came with that hung on my chest. And, and this longtime member came into my office and he has been a saint of this church since the time of the Kirk's first senior pastor. And he came to see me because he wanted to plan his funeral. He figured that someday I would officiate and preach. I knew that wasn't likely to happen, which made my heart sink more, but I kept the appointment. And he shared about his life and his devotion to the Kirk, and it was beautiful to hear. 
He offered up his favorite scriptures to me and, and his hymns that he wanted to have sung. And at one point he started singing right there in my office. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the road. And I couldn't help myself because I knew that hymn. You know that hymn? I knew it from the days when my grandmother would, would, would play it on the piano. It took me right back to that small Pentecostal church in rural Maine where my grandfather was a preacher. It took me right back to my roots. And I started singing with him. And the voice I hear falling on my ear the Son of God discloses and he walks with me and he talks with me tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there another has ever known and as I finished that line my voice broke and he was Matthias to me. Just a drop of joy fleeting in and out of my life. Not going to fix anything long term. But it was a reminder, that song, these two men singing. <laughs> There's so much joy to be had as we tarry here together. It often shows up just when we need it. On this All Saints Sunday, we will read the names of those that have died in the past year. And we'll ring a bell at the way to remember them. And it won't bring them back. And it won't cure the pain that comes with losing them. But maybe it will offer what the church can offer when it is at its best, and that is a Matthias. Just a drop that doesn't fix much of anything, but is there, present, when it's needed the most. So, may you know what it feels like for God to send a saint. That you might find a drop of joy in the driest of your times. May you be open to experiencing something new and beautiful, something to savor and wonder on in your life, if only for a moment, because a moment might be long enough. And might you know that God just might have you in mind to be a Matthias, a saint, if only for a moment, a drop of joy in some dry place at the right time. Amen.